0: Hello again and welcome to Charles Kelly Money Tips. I hope you're having a great day. Uh, I hope to bring you money tips today to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. And hello to anybody who's tuning in on Facebook Live. Great to see you. um, And thanks for for, for listening and thanks for your comments also. Always appreciate them. Don't have to all be good. You can, if you disagree with me, tell me. I I don't mind a, a debate going on. And thank you for my podcast listeners for keeping with me. And you can find my podcasts on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor and many other platforms. And also on my website, you can find links and all the blogs and the, the write-ups on the podcast and show notes. That's on uh, MoneyTipsDaily.com. In case you don't know me, I'm Charles Kelly. I'm the author of the book, Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. And soon to bring out another book on making money uh, from debt. Uh, so watch out for that one in the, in the new year, probably. And uh, and also to, to give you a bit of background, I, I spent 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies and running my own IFA practice, which is independent financial advisor. Spent many years advising people on mortgages, loans, debt, debt um, uh, re- refinancing and debt reshuffling and that sort of thing. So I've done all that and seen thousands of people face to face which is going to be a great experience to be able to talk to people face to face and talk about their finances and look at their finances and, and I would know more about people than their own family would because you don't discuss your family with your family uh, about your finances do you but you would discuss it with a stranger who, who's a financial advisor you tell them everything so I've had unique experience in that respect that's why I, I was able to write the book and talk about the way people manage their money. That's why I talked about the three hours of money management, uh, the belief system that you have about money, your your money thermostat. Um, you know, I was talking to a guy yesterday. He he can go out and earn twenty five thousand in 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 a short period, maybe in a month, but then it goes down again because he said he has a ceiling of around five to ten thousand a month, and he can't seem to break through that. So it, it's true. We all have that ceiling. That uh, that um. Money thermostat, if you like, like you've got a, a thermostat in in your heating control in your room. So hi to everyone tuning in now. Now today um it could be an historic day. We we have s- apparently got a deal with the European Union to to leave the the EU on the thirty first of October. Now uh, that that's great news. Now we don't know whether Parliament will support it because at the moment the Conservative government have not got a majority. Uh, they were they had a slim majority by virtue of the fact that the DUP or the Democratic Unionist Party were supporting them in Parliament. But then Boris had a rebellion with MPs and he sacked a, about 20 MPs. So he's actually running at a deficit at the moment. And the DUP, in case you don't know what the DUP is, it's the Democratic Unionist Party uh, of Northern Ireland. Uh, Northern Ireland is that section of, of Ireland that's uh, controlled by the united kingdom it's it's on the island of ireland but it's not it used to be part of ireland uh but um it, it's it's uh, different it, it's different government so that's been the big problem with this backstop with the border between ireland and, and northern ireland even though you've got norway and sweden who also have a border and that seems to run and all the other european countries have borders with other countries so they, they always find a way around that and uh you know, yes, we haven't got it through Parliament. Uh, so people are saying that, that it's not through Parliament. Yes. And Parliament apparently are sitting for the first time in many years on Saturday to to thrash out this deal. Um, and I hope it does go through. And I, whether you're a leader or a remain, I'm sure you want to see the back of this so we can all move forward. And I, I think the last three years people have been holding back on investment and I would like to see it over. So maybe we can create a new economy and and move forward and build things again and maybe th- the economy will start moving again because it is a bit stagnant at the moment so yeah we haven't seen it come through so the democratic the dup the democratic unions party have traditionally been in support with the conservatives in fact the conservatives don't even stand in northern ireland the, uh, the unionists are i mean the, the conservative party is called the conservative and unionist party so uh, the DUP are almost part of them however in this case they're saying they're not going to support this deal so I don't know what's going to happen some some negotiations going to have to go on some backroom talking to get them to to agree this Labour have said they don't I, I saw Jeremy Corbyn yesterday saying we're not going to support any deal that would involve us doing a deal with America what so he, he doesn't want us to trade with America uh, so he's not going to support the deal and that, but he doesn't want an election. What what I don't know what he wants. You know I, I'm not being political here, but he he's refused to support any deal, whatever it says. Uh, and yet it, originally he, he was a, a Brexiteer. He wanted to get out of the European Union. So I, I I think they just want to scupper whatever the government does. And unfortunately, many of the MPs in Parliament really don't want a deal. They they want us to stay in the European Union, which is unfair and disingenuous to their own. Uh, constituents who who vote them and uh, help them to, to keep their jobs and I think many of these people are going to be out of jobs very soon if they don't start listening to the voters that put them where they are because at the moment it's the the tail wagging the dog rather than the dog wagging the tail right I think you get that analogy okay now the lesson here is to negotiate from a position of strength whenever you're negotiating in business you need to be able to negotiate from a position of strength. You need to be able to say. Okay. We're in this negotiation. But ultimately. I can walk away from this. I'm not desperate. In this situation. Because once people sense. That you're desperate. They will negotiate harder and harder. And screw you down to the floor. Until, until you, your feet can't move anymore. And remember. When Boris Johnson got elected. People said. That he's not going to get a deal with the EU. The EU was a No. No. No, we're not for the deal. Nothing will change. We're not going to change. No, 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 i uh, nine. And all these things I heard, you remember? They were not going to change. There was going to be no deal, right? But now they have they have moved because there's always room for movement. There's always room for negotiation, even if the, the other side say no. But ultimately, Boris said, if we don't do a deal, we're going to leave without a deal, despite what his MPs have tried to tie his hands. But he did say that. He said, we're going to leave with or without a deal. Now Theresa May didn't say that. Although they were talking for two and a half years, they never actually put that threat on the table. That you know we're going to leave whatever. So you either do a deal with us, or we're we're, we're going, we're walking out of here. And and that's you know all right. It sounds a bit bravado and brinkmanship, but that's what you have to do. You have to be prepared to to walk away or or go go ahead without them when you're you're in a deal. On the other hand, negotiation still needs to be a win-win situation. It shouldn't be a, a lose-win where you lose and they win or win-lose, you know, uh, uh, you know where, where you're winning and they're losing. It's got to be a win-win and it's got to be suitable for all concerned. And I think we can have a win-win situation with the European Union. We can continue trading with Europe the way we traded for hundreds of years with, with other European countries before the European Union ever existed. And when we had the common market, even before that, we were trading with Europe. We would travel to Europe. We... we uh, lived in Europe. We did business in Europe. It, it's, it's been around a lot, a lot longer. Ireland was a common travel area before the European Union existed. You know, Irish and, and British people could track... My, my parents, my mother came over from Ireland, my uncles come over from Ireland with no passport, no ID. They came over from Ireland. They were able to get national insurance numbers and work because it was always a common travel area long before um, the, the EU came into force. And, you know, we've we've had Europe. We're not getting out of Europe. We're still in Europe. Physically, we're in Europe. We're not getting out of Europe. We're getting out of this organization called the European Union. And there's no reason why we can't have a a win win situation after Brexit and continue trading with Europe, because after all, we buy more stuff from Europe than we sell to Europe. So why wouldn't they want to trade with us? That that's a win win situation to make it easy for all of us to trade. And we want a deal. And I, I, you know, I think everybody wants this to to be be done and dusted right don't you that you agree with that do you want this to be done and dusted one way or the other so that we can all move on with our lives and, and stop talking about this word brexit i think everyone everyone is a bit sick of it you know to be honest so that that's all i'll say about brexit let's hope we we get this through and we can all move on now the word of the day i want to talk about is is crowdfunding Now, I may have talked about this before, but a lot of people say, what is crowdfunding? What is peer-to-peer lending? So I'll I'll sort of lump them in and and explain both of them, crowdfunding and peer-to-peer lending. Crowdfunding involves a a platform whereby people give money through the platform to specific projects. So you you can crowdfund for a business. You can crowdfund to, you know, get, get your child's operation done in another country. People have done that. People have crowded crowdfund for legal fees i think one of the conservative candidates rory stewart said i'm going to crowdfund for my campaign to win the uh, election and I, I want to sit in uh, uh preta and crowdfund for for people to come and vote for me you know this is this is the, the guy who really builds up some excitement there so you can crowdfund for all sorts of things and yeah platforms have been set up to do this or you can set up your own crowdfunding platform but i want to talk specifically about property because there's a lot of property crowdfunding platforms out there um, and people will be able to lend their money through the crowdfunding platforms to, to projects that have been selected and underwritten, well not underwritten, but checked and verified by the crowdfunding uh, team. And then that money goes into a property project, maybe it's a refurbishment or a new build, and then the money uh, gets out and, and when it comes back and, and it goes back to to uh, in profits, but the the people lending their money to the crowdfunding are generally getting an interest of 8 to 10% on, on their money, which is pretty good when you think about the bank rate of, you know, they might be getting a quarter percent or, you know, half a percent. You know, so they're getting 16 times more through a crowdfunding. But your money is not as safe as it is in the bank because it, it will depend ultimately on the deals going through. Peer-to-peer lending is, is similar, but in a peer-to-peer lending situation, you are lending money to somebody else, Uh, in in, in a way cutting out the bank because you, you give your money to the bank you're in effect lending it the money to the bank and they lend it out to to businesses and and on mortgages at a higher rate and they make a profit on that money and give you a small interest but the difference with the bank is that if they lose money on on deals out there, if they they lend money to someone he doesn't pay it back, they don't sort of come back to you and say, Well, we've lost that money, so we're we're taking it from your account. No, your your money's in the account and provided the bank doesn't fail and you know touch wood it won't happen. There is bank guarantees situation, the government will guarantee your money in a bank up to eighty five thousand. Just note that if you've got more than eighty five thousand in one account, you're only covered up to eighty five thousand. But yeah, in in reality, you know the bank lose money on deals all the time they they get defaults on loans they have to repossess people's properties but they don't go back to the account holder and say well you know we're going to take money from you right with a peer-to-peer lending that that is exactly what can happen because you are lending money through this uh middle person this peer-to-peer lending platform for a specific project and with crowdfunding okay it's a similar thing you're, you're putting your money in there and you're, you're getting a higher interest rate, but there is a risk. Now, I, I say this because some of these peer-to-peer lending platforms have failed because, frankly, they're not really run very well. Perhaps the, the lending on them is not as stringent as it would be in a bank. And maybe that's why the applicant has gone to a peer-to-peer uh, platform or a crowdfunding platform because they can't get the money from the bank. Now, I'm not saying that is, is the case with every, every situation. I'm sure there are very good schemes out there. But I, I, I'd like to think that a bank underwriting system would be a little bit more robust than a few guys sitting in a room saying let's lend money on this project you know we're going to get paid anyway we'll take our fees whether it goes through or not um and and maybe the bank underwriters got a little bit more experience and they've got the systems in place to to underwrite uh, a deal and i work for a bank and i know that you know they don't just lend money willy-nilly um you know they they have underwriters they have a system they have a credit scoring system which is built up uh, based on you know, thousands and thousands of transactions and years of experience. So, you know, you have to look at that. And property, so there's another one here that's failed. Uh, and it says people here who put money into two businesses started by grand design stars, Kevin MacLeod, faced the prospects of losing their entire investment. He had a company called HAB Land Finance, named after the McLeod's Happiness Architecture Beauty brand, and it raised $2.4 million from 280 people. Uh, But investors could be wiped out after the company and its owner, HAB Land, which uh, was set up to buy sites for housing estates in Oxford and Winchester, called in the liquidators. Now, why was that? Um, He'd advertised 8% returns. Uh, However, according to the liquidators, KPMG, which is a big firm, um, they've been appointed to liquidate the two companies. The firms were hurt by a period of difficult trading. Okay. Right. So therefore, their underwriting was not robust, and you can read the story. You can find the story on on Google or BBC. But basically, their underwriting wasn't robust. It was all a very good idea, um, but you know, it's not going to affect him personally. He he will he will just sort of walk away. Um, and you know, it's the it's the the investors, the punters that will, will lose the money here. So so just be careful. I see crowdfunding schemes come up all the time. I get an email in the morning, ten o'clock, says this this crowdfunding for so-and-so building in north or south or wherever we're going to refine and turn it into 20 flat blah 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 and you know within uh, you know they they open at 10 o'clock and by 12 o'clock they've got the money so the money's just coming in so fast and I, i've heard from someone who's seen how it works on the inside and they say the money they can see on the screen the money's just coming in and people are throwing money at things perhaps have they seen the site have they looked at the site have they visited the company do they know who these people are you know, all you get is an email prospectus and people are then giving tens of thousands of pounds into these schemes because they get an 8% return. Well, I, I'm not sure if that's a, 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 a very good way to invest your money. And, and you've got to be a little bit more careful here. At least find out more about the scheme. At least go and visit the scene, visit the site, try and talk to the people who are who are taking your money and throwing it into schemes. Now, this guy was a Grand Designs um, star, you know, so you'd think he'd know what he was doing evidently not property is not as easy as people think so just be careful out there and and watch what what you're doing with your money and remember that although the bank is giving you a lower return at least your money's safe if you want to invest your money then invest your money based on your own education and your own knowledge so that you you know what you're doing and you know what you're getting into rather than just say give it to a fund manager um, like not like Neil Woodford, who's whose fund has been liquidated and people are gonna lose money there. He was a star fund manager, earning millions of pounds. Don't give it to them. Learn how to invest in shares yourself. Don't give it to Kevin MacLeod and HAB Land and uh, and and crowdfunding companies. Learn how to do it yourself and then and go out and do your own homework. Go on a course to learn how to invest in property if that's what you want to do. So that's all I'll say for now. Um, if, you, if you want to find out more about that just ping me an email through uh, messenger or through charles at charleskelly.net and we can f- put you on a course to, to even some of these are free courses free taster days to learn about property and see if you think it's for you uh, because there, there are many strategies you can use in property it's not just about going out and buying a house and putting a deposit down and, and putting it on the market you've got to really know what you're doing and, and do things properly there are tax changes coming through on, on tax relief and uh, there's always changing to lettings rules that that's just come in recently, actually, that the Tenants Act. So you, you really have to know what you're doing. And, and I wouldn't rely just on your local estate agent and letting agent to tell you what the rules are, because frankly, a lot of them don't know what they're talking about. And I, I know this from personal experience. And I know from going on courses, you look around and you ask, oh, there's no letting agents in on these courses. There's no letting agents even going to a landlord's meeting to learn about changes. And I've seen some blaring uh, mistakes by letting agents. They're putting landlords in, in the firing line because they make a mistake. They cock up and it's the landlord that has to pick up the pieces or it's the landlord that can be fined for not having uh, an energy performance certificate or not, not handling the deposit in the correct way or the paperwork in the correct way. Uh, the prescribed information, for instance, I've had a letting agent say, what, what is that? Well, you don't need that. You know, that some of them are just, to be honest, idiots. be very careful you're responsible at the end of the day not not the letting agent so you have to be very careful that's all i'll say for now that's my bit of rant on on letting agents but learn how to do it yourself The, the secret is to learn and education is the key as always and and then you are protecting yourself because you are educated yourself and you're doing it yourself so thanks for listening and uh i'll speak to you soon. this is charles kelly bringing you money tips to help you save earn invest accumulate and enjoy more money